Hello, and welcome to the Modern Goat Rider podcast. Hi, who are you? I'm Tara Zajac. Who are you? I'm Billy Sanderson. Fancy meeting you here. Yeah, welcome to the Modern Goat Rider podcast. This is what happens when he lets me start. It goes, his face is very red right now. <laughs> it's fun. <laughs> Boring old me just doing the same old, same old. Anyways, you're doing well? Things, yes. Well, okay. Let's, should we acknowledge today's Remembrance Day that yes. we recorded? So, uh, yes, I'm doing well, but. Uh, an interview is on the heels, I guess, of a bit of a morning of contemplation, as many of us uh, do on November 11th, and just in the contribution of veterans and those of us in the military before us. And that's right. Remembering them in a solemn fashion. Yes, exactly. So it's Remembrance Day in uh, Canada and in the UK and in the United States. It's Veterans Day. That's true. And uh, and I'll also just um, the 8th of November in Canada is Aboriginal Veterans Day. So true. it's a bit of a Veterans Week. It's Veterans Week. The phrase has changed to a certain extent, even yeah. though today still exists as Remembrance Day. Yes, exactly. So uh, so on that, uh, we are going to talk to a member of a Rebecca Lodge here in Victoria, uh, Sister Sandra Martin. Uh, Sandra has been great with uh, me over the years, has helped me on a couple uh, things where I've been like, I don't know who to talk to in the Rebecca's and I've used Sandra and uh, she provided some volunteers for our 200th anniversary uh, event back in 2019. We decided to give Sandra a, a check in here for the Victoria Lodges. She's a member of Unity 145, which is the remaining Rebecca Lodge. Unfortunately, uh, the uh, jurisdiction doesn't know this, but uh, please keep this secret until they hear it. I'm kidding. She mentioned this in the interview that um, they have been contemplating returning their charter for a few years. Uh, so we, we touch in on that, but uh, we don't want to waste too much time of our banter. We will... Um, head into the interview and then uh, we'll catch up with uh, everybody afterwards. And I, and I just, you know, we said this to Sandra in the interview, but I, I'm really appreciative of the time that she took to talk about this. Uh, you'll find out she has a very long history um, in the Rebecca's. She has a family history in the Rebecca's. And I feel like probably standing near the edge of what might, might become the end might be difficult to, to, chat about yeah you know um lots of good memories but um yeah it's it's been an evolution so we're yes. really really appreciative of her time and and her being frank with us that's yep. great she was you'll enjoy the interview thanks very much and uh we'll talk to you at the other side hello and welcome sandra so thrilled to to have you here yeah, um, thank you. i'm sitting here with billy today hi <laughs> 
So Sandra, uh, do you go, do you just make sure we're correct? Is it Sandra or Sandy or do you? I go by both, by, go by both. Sandra, okay. but I do go by both. So okay. We will, we will stick with the fine. formal, we will <laughs> yeah. stick with the formal. Yeah. Uh, so welcome to the Modern Goat Rider. <clears throat> and uh, we are honored to have you here. Um, why don't, uh, why don't we give you a nice softball start and you just tell us a little bit about yourself and uh, your um, your beginnings with the Rebecca's. Uh, well, I'm actually born and raised in Victoria, one of the probably the few like that. But uh, I spent 40 years in the Ministry of Education before I retired. Um, did various things there. Um, I and so I joined the uh, Rebecca's in 1974, um, straight out of when I turned 18 because that's how old you had to be to become a member. Um, at the time, I had an aunt and uncle. My uncle was in uh, number one, and my aunt was a Rebecca. And then both my older sisters had joined before me, so it was just the thing to do. And, and I actually, you know, when you asked me this, I really had to go back and rack my brain, like, you know, 50 years ago almost. And uh, so I talked to my sisters. I said, why, why exactly did we join, you know? Um, but I think we'd grown up through the church. Um, we belonged to United Church and we belonged to CGIT, which was a young women's group and that. And then when we got finished all of that, we just were looking for something else to do. My parents stayed with the church and went, belonged to all the church groups and we just didn't go that way. So when my aunt and uncle told us about the Odd Fellows, we decided to join and, and uh, we really enjoyed it. Uh, and at the time, they, like we had a lot, we had two evening lodges and we had a daytime lodge. The, the one evening ladies was Colfax and they were the first lodge in, B, in BC. Um, they started in the late 1800s. I belonged to Carn 45 and we started about 1920, I think it was. And then there was a daytime group which started in 1962. And uh, and I mean, at, at the time, there was all kinds of women that were probably 30, 40 years older than us, but we just didn't, we didn't care, you know, it didn't bother us because we had used to associating with my parents, friends and older, you know, members and things like that. So it really, we interacted with them well, they taught us everything and we put on lots of socials and things and uh, we worked well, you know, together. So, and uh, like when I first joined, um, one of the first things that, like we used to have, our fundraisers considered were like a bazaar, which is like a, man, a, a craft fair now. And we had, the lodge hall was full of tables, full of crafts, plants, books, you name it. We had everything. At that time, we probably made two or $3,000 uh, on our events and well, throughout the year. And, you know, that was good money back then, you know. Um, and the, one of the, the first years I belonged, I had to, I volunteered to convene the bazaar and organize it. And so I told everybody, so then you're supposed to get a co-convener. So I told them I was gonna ask this older lady, she was English and she was a little gruff sometimes, but you know, so I'm gonna ask Irene and, and they're all like, oh, you're not gonna ask her, are you? <laughs> but we got along great. We worked well all, to, all year. We had a successful bazaar and we went, that was when Tillicum Outdoor had uh, flea markets. Mm. Went there and sold things in the summer and she's like oh no we don't do that we don't do that like, oh yeah but she ended up having a great time and 
you know, so that that was the kind of things we did, you know. And so basically a typical year for Rebecca's back then was in November, the new officers are elected. And then in January, they're all installed. So that gives the Noble Grand two months to um, ask the other members to be the appointed officers. And we had uh, be on committees that we had in the lodge. Um, and then every month we would have a social convener and they would get a group of women together. And so we always had one business meeting and then we had one social meeting. So then the first night would be the business. Um, and when it was the social, if there was anything that really didn't need to be dealt with, we would hold it over till the business meeting. And then we, they would, you know, supply food and games or, you know, bring in a speaker or something, whatever we wanted. Um, and when we had our, our functions, like if we had a tea or a bazaar or anything like that, we always invited both the lodge, the men's lodges and the other women's lodges at that time. And they all came and we all interacted. And then when the men put on events like strawberry socials or there was big, we, they had Saturday night bingos and dances, New Year's dances and dinner dances. And we all, you know, would attend them. We would work enjoyed each other's company that way but see at that time the women weren't allowed to join the Rebecca the odd fellows and so you had all your couples and your couples would be one would be in either Columbia or number one and the wife would be in the Rebecca's and that's why I mean I know I have talked to other you know Rebecca's around the province and that and and I just feel myself that once they started allowing us to join the odd fellows, that kind of was the start of the downhill downfall mm -hmm. because you know you would join and be with your spouse or your partner or whatever, mm -hmm. and you'd go to the odd fellows lodge and you didn't need to go to Rebecca's, so there was no reason to, you know, to join us. <laughs> and so when we did get the group of um, girls from Bastion, and I can't believe that was almost that was ten years ago. I mean, it's hard to believe. We were thrilled, you know, we thought, well, this is great. You know, we've got a new young group and they all were nice girls and they seemed, you know, interested and, you know, and then a few things happened the one year and they just felt that it wasn't what they wanted. So then they just sort of up and left. Mm -hmm. <laughs> but unfortunately, the way they left is not kind of left a bad taste in my mouth, but that's beside the point. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, but I mean, I'm, I'm, Glad to hear that they're succeeding. They've got, you know, what, 45 members or so now and and they're moving on. So, but you see, like they say, they could have been a Rebecca Lodge and still and still joined the Odd Fellows. You yeah. know, had the boast of best both of best worlds, I guess, or whatever. So can you maybe explain too for folks who are a little less familiar with the differences between besides the the gender uh difference mm -hmm. um in and it sounds like you guys had some great parties mm -hmm. <laughs> also <laughs> socials and whatnot um and i have to say too three thousand dollars back then is probably like a hundred thousand dollars now with inflation yeah, so like congratulations yeah. it's all relative yeah yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah. it's quite, well, it's quite and then like say even successful. when i joined both lodges had over 100 members each and then whittled down and whittled down. And so then in 2002, both the evening groups were down in numbers and we decided to join forces mm -hmm. and we combined our numbers. So we were, that's why we're in 145. So, and, uh, you know, and then it's worked out well because now 
we had we had a decent group with that too. But I actually, my sister was moving a couple of years ago and she came across a roster from 1995. Mm-hmm. And even back then we had about, I think almost 90 members. So, so, so I have a, a two-parter question then. Um, yeah. One is the, the, the women who ended up becoming B4 notwithstanding, how typically would you recruit new members like year over year? Um, um, and number, and then the second question is functionally as a Rebecca's lodge versus an on fellows lodge. Um, you know, what were your pillars? How did you, um, you said to raise some money? What was that for? So if I was a member of the Rebecca's back mm-hmm. then, um, what could I expect? Well, the one thing that we've always valued is odd fellows and Rebecca's are known for certain charities. Mm-hmm. They're known for visual research. They're known for um, the Arthritis Foundation, and they're also known for education for students and bursaries. Mm-hmm. And we so we always made sure that we gave to those charities first. And then in the past, we've given all between all the lodges in BC, we've given to the Variety Club Telethon. We gave to that for years. Oh, nice. Um, our lodge ourselves actually gives to, it's called Goldstream Chum. It's a, it's out at Goldstream and it's a nature house idea, I guess. And mm-hmm. lots of kids go to that. And we give to that every year. That's sort of our little local thing. We give to the food banks. And even, you know, it's funny because even when we started losing touch with the brothers, um, the bursary kind of I'm surprised now because the bursary form I noticed only says odd fellows on it. Well we've always always given Yeah. And we stopped hearing about it. We we I think maybe I don't know, maybe four or five years ago we'd say are you having a meeting? Are you recruiting? Are you giving any out? And we mm. wouldn't get invited. And then it just sort of dwindled away. And now I was actually surprised to see on number one's page that it just says on films. It's a mission of us. Yeah. And also the other one, one of the food banks, when you guys started, when when Columbia started the ton of food um, mm-hmm. project, um, we used to, at first, we would collect food every meeting, and, you know, in the box. And then at the end, we would hand it over. And then it just was easier to give money. So we would give $200. But it was the same thing there was no indication that any of that came from that we supported you. Right. So I finally told our members, I says, okay, well, let's just give to the mustard seed directly ourselves because at least then we get the recognition. So it's little things like that, that have pulled us apart from the, the odd fellows. And, yeah. you know, it's unfortunate because, you know, we all, and well, like, and that was the other one was the, uh, the hospital. Committee. RCH, we've given money to, uh, we've donated buses to care homes around town over the years. And we, we used to hold uh, garage sales and things like that. And mm-hmm. we all work, both groups would work together and selling things for that and donating to them. And, you know, so that's how we sort of kept in touch with each other. Because, yeah. But like I say, we have, I mean, now we, we know what the odd fellows do. We hear through the grapevine sort of. <laughs> Other than that, we really don't know what the odd fellows do anymore. So, and you know, but we do have a couple of um, older, well, 
senior uh, members, I guess you'd call them, that have mm -hmm. been members for years and that do belong to us, and they let us know what's going on and that. And, and see, the other thing too is in order, a lot of um, the Odd Fellows have gone through the executive for Grand Lodge. Right. So in order to do that, you have to belong to the, all of the aspects of the order, which includes being belonging to the records. So that's why some of the men have joined us over the years. But then as soon as they've gone through those positions, well, then they just, they leave <laughs> because they yeah. don't, don't need them. They don't need to be a Rebecca anymore, you know? So there's two brothers that I assume are still going to go through the executive, but they haven't paid their dues. So at the end of the year, they'll be written off. So I don't know what how that affects their position, but, mm -hmm. you know, like things like that. So that's wow. unfortunate because actually I actually, found out when I was before I retired I I was at a work lunch or something and there was you know all the guys were there and and this one fella had a picture of the lodge hall and he's showing it to people I thought oh, that's interesting like why do you have that and so I said something to him I said do you belong to the odd fellas he says well yeah oh really <laughs> and, yeah. I, and I he belongs to Columbia and I thought oh well I actually belong to the Rebecca's <laughs> so you know like I yeah. say, it's just, that's just the way. But I mean, we're not naive. We just, we see the writing on the wall coming because this is not just our lodges in Victoria. We're, we've gone down to one lodge. This is all everywhere because we've heard, we've seen the articles, we've seen the reports from somebody in California mm -hmm. and they just want Oddfellas to be one umbrella. So it wouldn't be Oddfellas or Rebecca's. It would just be Oddfellas and men and women would all belong to it. So, I mean, we know it's it's just the way of the future because there's so many other things to belong to, you know, and families and sports and other things, other clubs or whatever. So, and, and I think, you know, years ago, this used to be like your your entertainment for couples. You right. Know, like similar to what it is now for a lot of the younger ones now that you guys have, but you know, that's what it was back then. So, and uh, um, yeah, I, I don't know. I did, I had, did have some notes down here. What else do I need to tell you? No, no, even, no. Like, even at the beginning of the year, we would have a budget, you know, for the year because uh, they would have a committee for that. We had a committee that's the finance committee <clears throat> that audits the books at the end of the year to make yep. sure everything balances and, you know, all those kind of things. And then we had, we were representatives on the joint committees with the odd fellows, like the hospital and the mm -hmm. education and all that. So, so was it uncommon then um, in Rebecca's history once yeah. the so the crossover was allowed to become um, not auxiliary? What's that called? Associate members? Yeah. Has there been associate member besides with the purpose, I guess, of acquiring degrees? Have has any Rebecca's been associate members in the? Oh yeah, we, launch or vice versa. Um, um, touch. There are there are members. We have. I actually right now there's none of our members belong to the Odd Fellows. Right. I, personally, I had no interest in joining them. I had enough to do with my Rebecca's, you know. Yeah. And, uh, but Sister Yvonne, like I said, he's Sister Yvonne Eisner. I had the pleasure of two, three years ago, 2018. She went through the chairs as president of BC again. And she was also a past president of the international level. Mm -hmm. And I was her marshal, they call it your marshal. And you look after her for the year. And I traveled, I traveled with her all to all the lodges in the province. 
Wow. And this was her second time going through. The first time she went through, I don't remember the year, but there was over 20 lodges. Well, now we're down to 11. Right. And even those 11, like, will probably be gone. There's one in Rossland that they really don't have anyone left, so they probably want to leave, but the assembly doesn't want them to. And even in Courtney, there's two groups up there, but there's sort of the one group and then the others are associates in the group. So it's kind of like, well, why do we bother having two? So they should just go with the one, you know? Yeah. So I'm sure in the next three or four years, there will be others that will go. And there's one in Summerland, which is struggling. So, but there's a couple, Kamloops and Chilliwack are very active, but that's because they they have the Odd Fellows and the Rebecca's and they both join and they both belong to both. And they work together, I guess. And Mm-hmm. have a lot of fundraisers and things so and I mean I've, I've seen what especially Columbia I've seen you know the fundraisers you do and it's I'm amazed you know I'm it's great the, the work that you do and the money you give to local charities but do you actually give to the projects of the order I've always wondered that and another another one I'm curious about does Columbia allow women to join their lodge anymore now uh, so from a policy standpoint, yeah, we, we, we have uh, an open door for okay. applicants. Yeah, Because mm-hmm. I mean, in the last maybe five years, the last five years, we've always heard, no, Columbia doesn't have any women members, but number one does. And we thought, well, well, we don't have well, any, we don't have any women B4 members. is so fun that we scoop them. I don't <laughs> yeah. know. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know. We're way much better time. Yeah, doing Bastion instead, so that's all right. <laughs> yeah, well, I, and, and that's something that I, I think is, uh, Tara and I discussed before the, the, uh, the call started was, uh, you know, we have couples across those, right. those two lodges. And right. so when, you know, if you were trying to associate how we think about things in Oddfellows and Rebecca's now to how they were before 2020 or 2021 when the, the change stepped in. Um, one, one would say if you, you move somebody from the past into today, they'd be like, right. oh, you have a, uh, a women's lodge and a men's lodge. And, right. and they partner uh, very much on almost every event. Okay. Um, yeah. Yeah. I know. Yeah. And so something <clears throat> happened that you know that need remained, you know, for for partnership because mm-hmm. you had it in the seventies and the eighties and the nineties. You had a partnership. Right. And so, uh, yeah. So yes, there are no in Colombia. There are no uh, women members, uh, and in Bastion, there's no men. Yeah. And uh, so. Oh, that's good. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's well. well that, that's I mean, it's interesting. interesting though because you know, I just wondered, well, why? Like, you know, Victoria. Like, if we were wanting to join the Odd Fellows, probably yeah. the one we would go to would be Number One mm. because I, I I met some of the women that belong to Number One, and they're very nice. And I mean, mm. I'm sure all the Bastion ones are too. You have a lot of new people, but but for us, it would probably be that group mm-hmm. that we would join. But like, say, I'm. And see, for you, like I actually, when I joined, then in the 80s and early 90s, I was a competitive curler. So I actually yeah. didn't have a chance to come to all the meetings. And they kept saying, oh, when are you going to be Noble Grand? When are you going to be Noble? I said, I don't have time. And mm-hmm. uh, so it wasn't until the late 90s that I actually went through 
you know, became a fast noble grand and all that. And, you know, I mean, I did all the other offices and I felt, I feel like I've been the secretary for ever. <laughs> so, but uh, yeah, so, I mean, there's, there's other things that draw people away, you know? Mm -hmm. Well, I, have to say I mean, that's why we've always concentrated on, and the, we had, we had committees that we looked after our members, mm -hmm. like, because we had a lot of older people um, and then some, like I, I, I found our register when we started and I looked at it and the members that started in 1920 were still members when I joined in 74. That's amazing. So at that point they'd already been 40, 50 year members. Right. You know? And they carried on until they passed away. And, you know, so they became 70, 80 year members. Mm -hmm. And so then we would have people in care homes so we had a visiting committee and we would go and visit them and take flowers and uh, the noble or the vice grand was responsible for sending cars every to all of them, you know, from somebody sick. And then we, uh, at Christmas, we had a Christmas cheer where we gave a gift to all the ones in the care homes, just, you know, because they can't come to meetings anymore. And, mm -hmm. and I mean, of course, back then there was, it was long before emails or social media. So mm -hmm. that's the only way you kept in touch with them, you know, so was to well, close to them. So you'll be pleased to know maybe <clears throat> me, <laughs> yeah. that we do very, very similar yeah. um, visiting committee and all that. And our membership yeah. is, uh, you know, still somewhat on the younger side, but yeah. um, in terms of taking care of each other, um, yeah, I heard you have you your know, buddy thing. Yeah. yeah the, the buddy system. Um, but just, you know, um, we've given money to help some sisters through school. Um, yeah, some yeah. of us are, you know, we're at the, we're at the age where, um, parents are being lost. So it's, it's yeah. less about our age, yeah. but our, the age of our, of many of our loved ones. I know, so you yeah. see a lot of support in that respect and just, yeah. you know, That's life, yeah. life stuff. And, uh, still send out the cards and, um, yeah. for Christmas time, we do gifts for, for, for children, for families. So that's yeah. more of our, um, in the community yeah. and then other well, charities and then we always well. had the Christmas party for the kids too. And I think you yeah. still do those, don't you? Yeah. 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 So, so. you know, it, and I, I'm listening to the, some of these, um, all these tasks and, and, um, conventions that you guys had and you women had and there's such great knowledge there and mm -hmm. I think that um you know if you're saying you're turning your charter and you all went your separate ways it'd be such a loss mm -hmm. to the to odd fellows because yeah. um there is always a lot to learn well, and, and, and that that ancestral knowledge if you will of your elders is is invaluable you can't oh, yeah. read it in a book and have it resonate in the same way yeah well and I I didn't answer your earlier question. I forgot. Oh, that's the okay. way we used to get members. Yeah. Like a lot of us was family. Right. You know, mothers and daughters and that kind of thing. And then uh, and then it would be friends of friends, you know, would join. And mm -hmm. that, we didn't really always have to recruit necessarily, but it, because it just was out there, you know, that we were around. Right. And, uh, and I think part of the thing from hearing from other Rebecca's, like when I was, going around with Yvonne and listening to the other, some of the other lodges because some of them had longtime members is that it just seems like it's getting away from the fraternal side of what, what odd fellows and Rebecca's is. Cause I think that's one of the things that the girls from Bastion weren't comfortable with was the, it was not religious, but we, you know, we had a prayer at the beginning. We had mm -hmm. Bible, 
open and ceremonies around that kind of thing. And the initiation mm -hmm. goes around, you know, the Bible. Mm -hmm. But, but I, it just seems that it's almost like it's turning in just as a service group. You know, mm -hmm. it's not a fraternal group anymore. And which I guess is okay, you know, but that's not what we join. Right. And, we've, and a lot of us have said, if you know what this was when you joined, why did you join if you didn't want it to, if you don't want to be in an organization like that? Right. Why, why do you feel you have to change it? Because that's what it is. And if you don't like it, then go and join the Lions or the Rotary Club or something like that, you know? Mm -hmm. Well, without giving away the, uh, the farm on the secrets to the greater, <laughs> our regular throngs of fans um we we do adhere i mean obviously i haven't witnessed your level of ceremony but there's definitely right. some ceremony that's still involved yeah. and i think in terms of um straight reference to the you know new testament bible for some things and mm -hmm. we've it's a bit more broad and that's maybe all i'll say about that but yeah okay, uh, okay. we have our our red books that okay explain yeah. right and, and well, that, to be honest like you say happens we always thought the odd fellows would have open meetings so that we could come like we mm. didn't belong, but if you had an open meeting, then we would at least see what you do. Cause I really have no idea what the odd fellows do, how you conduct your meetings or, you know, I see what you do for fundraising, but as far as your meetings go, we have, you know, we have no idea, but they just, we used to have them. So, and that's one way we used to maybe, you know, recruit members is we would have an open meeting. Yeah so that they could come and see, you know, do you, do you like what this is, you know? Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's pretty clear to me that the uh, communication breakdown between the Rebecca's and all three lodges in Victoria is something that, you know, listeners with <clears throat> similar situations where there's smaller lodges nearby or whatever, mm -hmm. is that communication is and, and sharing is so important because you've mm -hmm. named a whole bunch of things that you don't know happen, but they all do. Yeah, no. Um, yeah. They they open meetings for Bastion, the open meetings for Columbia, the open meetings for Victoria. Mm -hmm. um, they're all recruiting driven uh, right. activities and so crazy. forth. And so we, I think, and, and I, I, I I hesitate to spend um, a lot more time on kind of the the yeah. problems that we the have negatives. because yeah, of the, the negatives, because yeah. of the no not the, not the negatives they're just the problems. Well, like I say, we... I honestly can't remember when Oddfellows started letting us join, and I don't remember how many years ago it was. I don't, and I don't remember. I actually don't really remember where the breakdown sort of started because all of a sudden we we heard from some of our like Gordon Gale is yeah Gordon who belongs to us and. He would tell us, "Oh yeah, Columbia's got all these new members." I'm like, "Oh really? Oh, that's great." You know, <laughs> it, it sounds like, almost I mean, like the good. it was nice, but we just had no idea, you know. But it sounds like the, almost like the breakdown of a relationship, like in a marriage yeah. or something. Yeah, where you yeah, just right. stop communicating, yeah. a lot of assumptions are made. Yeah, and then you carry on, and then each side is saying, "Well, if they wanted to, they would. I yeah. guess they don't want to." Yeah. And then before you know it, you know, time goes by and. Well, so and then you know, we lost and no one talks to each other. <laughs> <laughs> we lost members from you know getting married, moving away, or jobs, and then of course they would die off. You know, <laughs> so unfortunately, but so then it just became an aging group, and that's mm -hmm. why we got to the point where we don't, we haven't done fundraising probably in ten years because we just don't have the people that can do that. Right. So. But it's but it's sad to me that you know the impression was made maybe that you weren't 
wanted or welcome right and and kind of vice versa right like yeah, I, exactly the yeah. idea of me going to uh an open meeting with rebecca is like never never crossed my mind like, i know yeah. never <laughs> but but why wouldn't i right and exactly yeah um so it's just yeah it's interesting that we're in this spot now yeah but but you know like i say eventually i i could see rebecca's in general not being around just mm -hmm. around the world because like, well, we held the uh, international co uh, convention here in 2014. And I did a lot of work for that. I wasn't able to attend because I couldn't go to the meetings. You had to be a past president to be able to attend. Right. But I, I looked after the gift table. I did all the decorating for the banquets, for the table favors and centerpieces and all that kind of stuff. And, you know, so we helped with it. And it was very interesting listening to all these people from around the world out how big it is like we used to give to the rose bowl parade too yep. a lot of them didn't want to but we felt it was good advertising you know so we always gave to that which was a project you know so but yeah uh, and even like like when the pre whenever there's a president of the assembly they have their own project so we always have to give a donation to their project and she wanted to do something for the kids so she um raised money for kids sport and uh, I don't know how much she raised in the end, but it was it was good. And then one of our other ladies went through and she gave money to neonatal care because she had a grandchild that had to be helped with that. So, you know, there's a lot of good projects that the presidents, you know, promote and things. So. So can we take that tangent from there and just give every, like us and everyone a bit of an education again about uh, the organizational structure of Rebecca's. Mm -hmm. So there's jurisdictional uh, leadership and, and then the local lodges, et cetera. So I, I imagine there's going to be a lot of similarities, but why don't you give us the uh, well, we, uh, subordinate we, up? We report directly to the Rebecca Assembly of British Columbia. And then all the bridge, all the jurisdictions in Canada, like Alberta and Saskatchewan, they report to the national association of rebecca assemblies and generally that's down in the states their main headquarters and things but the presidents have been from around the world she was a president at the international level so and and then dino fjorn was there's also the patriots militant part which is the military side of the order and he was a the head of that at the international level people at the higher levels so. sandy we're having some we're gonna have to we're having some audio problems here and i don't know if okay. it's my end or uh your end um do okay. you mind switching off the video for uh, a, a little bit and then we'll just make sure we get yeah. some clean audio because we missed both those names that were oh, okay. at the international <laughs> so i'm going to switch mine off too yeah that's okay um, well the dino fjorn right he was the patriarch's militant so he was the head patriarch, yes. I guess. Yeah. Um, Yvonne Eisner. And Yvonne was at the international level. Yeah, you she said. was a past president at the international level. Right. And she's also a past president twice of the BC level. Um, and she was, you know, once, once you become a past president of BC, then you, the next year, you're sort of the um, delegate to go to, the representative to go to the international convention. And so then we've had people do that so okay and and we did have 
Well, we've had some past presidents in BC as members of our lodge over the years, quite a few. And, and even some of the men that are joined us, or a lot of them are past grandmasters, like Gordon Gale, Gordon Moffat, um, others that have passed on now. But uh, so, yeah, we, we've had a lot that have worked their way up right. through the chairs. Different ones. I know Yvonne constantly was asking me, don't you want to go through as president? I thought, no, 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 no. Not really. <laughs> I haven't got time for that. But, mm-hmm. so. but and, you know, we did as much as we could for our own lodges. You know, we supported them. So Right, right. Uh, so, Sandy, I have a question about, you know, when you joined, you said that there were some members that were uh, charter or first year members for uh, Karn. And then, uh, and then you've been a member for 47 years. And, and I know that Sister Olga probably in around the same range. Maybe she's, maybe she joined later, uh, but yeah. But no, um, what, what, what do you believe is the reason for the longevity of membership in Rebecca? I, I think it's just the friendships and the fellowships and, you know, like, we enjoy and when when we were in our heyday, we enjoyed putting on events. We enjoyed the the bazaars and the socials that we used to have at our meetings and visiting with each other. Like when like when we had a social committee every month, um, I always had to have either June, May, or June because it was after the curling season. But I would get other ladies together. We would get together at one of our houses and we'd make little table favors. I mean, it seems kind of silly, but I mean, that's what we did. And we just enjoyed our, our members, I guess, more so than necessarily the outside world, you know, but what we still contributed to, you know, donated a lot over the years, you know, because there's even, like, even when I first joined, we used to go to Rose Manor, which is a local care home. Mm-hmm. And on Friday nights, you know, when I probably should be out with my friends and socializing when I'm 20 years old, but we would go down there for an hour and play bingo with the member, with the residents and a bar or scarf or you know, a book or something, but, but it, they enjoyed it. And I loved going down there. I, I, I just loved working with them, you know, so, uh, there was like we did some community work more like low, smaller scale like even the odd fellows used to have the uh, ballpark on hillside mm-hmm. and you know like that so that was good recognition because the sign would be up there and the public would see that you know so mm-hmm. yeah did you have anything with theta row in victoria uh no because that was for younger members we, right we, but I, I don't with know the that we sponsorship through the rebecca though yeah right? Yeah, that was more for the younger group, but I, I don't know that we ever had one that I can knew of. Oh, okay. Um, wow. Yeah, and you know, like I say, there's there's things that, like even the visual research, just combined from all worldwide. Yes. How much they've given? There's there's apparently some machine down at John Hopkins Hospital mm-hmm. that you know if we needed to go down and use it, we're entitled to because of we've given so much over the years of things any odd fellow in north america can go yeah yeah odd fellow or rebecca can go yeah so i mean that's you know good um but now and so now we because somehow the we lost touch with the local education we give to the joint the bc level so the joint bursary and uh 
But I, I mean, even when Colfax, when it was still Colfax, one of their members, before we joined forces, they, one of their members passed and they laid, left some money to the lodge mm -hmm. specifically to be given out in bursaries. So we used to give out a $500 bursary every year, but you know, somehow we just stopped doing that because we didn't know <laughs> there was no candidates to give it to them. Right. And I mean, we used to always have the teas. We would put on the tea when the, when the bursaries were handed out and the, the kind of whoever got them, like all my relatives, all my nieces and nephews benefited over mm. the years from getting a bursary and, wow. you know, like that's one thing that we're known for is, is looking after the, the, the children. So, yeah. So one of the, um, you know, the group, I guess the greater group, the bursary. So the, the, the BC joint bursary fund. Yeah. Um, yeah, we do, we do support that. Yeah. Um, and this year we contributed to, uh, Columbia, Columbia, Columbia contributed $2,000 to yeah, that. That's good. Yeah. And, um, and the, I, you know, the optical, the research, um, we, we know we're tardy on that one, but that's, yeah. um, kind of one of those, uh, it's, it's something that we, we know we have on our back burner and so forth. Yeah. The, the, the Victoria Lodge Oddfellow one, I think that might actually be their own bursary. Okay. Um, I think they have a small bursary that they do themselves, possibly out of the same uh, origins right. as the Rebecca's. So yeah, it, it, it shows the communication. It just really shows right. that we're, yeah. we're in this state. And, uh, uh, and the other thing that stopped happening, I don't know, in the last 10 years, is the, the main convention, Grand Lodge Convention and, this, and the Rebecca Assembly Convention in the spring was always a joint affair. And we had joint banquets, we had joint installation of all the new officers. And so the men and women were always there together. And now that stopped happening because, well, and then I, I can understand some of the younger members now, they didn't want to give up work. But, but then I look back and when I, you know, join and if, if I had to go to something and I had to take a day off work, well, you just did it, you know, like you didn't question it, but, but now they don't want to do it. They just want to have it really short from what I understand your meetings, your grand lodge sessions are like what a day or a day and a half, maybe. Whereas, you know, it used to be fun to have that as a joint group, you know? Yeah. Things have changed. And, then, and of course uh, this past year hasn't helped really, you know, I mean, everybody's lost touch with everybody a lot and like even like like I, I'm a curler in the winter and even all our leagues are down in memberships and you know things like that so it's just it's just a bad time <laughs> hopefully we can get back to that next year you know so yeah no go ahead well so so then yes for next year and and the so the future um in your mind with sort of where things are at um what is sort of your best case scenario or what would you maybe like to see moving forward to to make the best out of where we're at right now collectively rebecca is related to odd um, and and the knowledge and again the history that tremendous history oh and yeah contributions yeah. that you made like what would you like to see moving forward well, you know, it would be nice if 
like I can't, and I really can't see it happening here, to be honest. And but around the province, there might be some other areas there's you know, that might build, but I, I just feel like they're all at the same point. That when when we visited three years ago, everybody was struggling, and I, I really can't say why. I mean, there was a lot of great women that I met by doing that, and uh, and you know we had a lot of fun going. I when I took Yvonne around. I have to actually thank her because I only had a little car at the time and and then we were going to have to drive all through the Okanagan and everything. And, and I said, oh, no, I can't, I can't. So I ended up buying a new SUV so mm-hmm. that we could drive around. So I, so I have to at least give her credit for that. <laughs> but um, but I, I nicknamed her Miss Daisy because I yeah. said, I'm going to drive you around. I'm calling you Miss Daisy. And, and we just had a great time doing it. And like I say, I met, I, I met a lot of wonderful women around the province but yeah we all know that this and and it's funny because just we have the paternal review newsletter yeah that comes out and the girl that publishes it in september she asked me you know because now some of the lodges are able to get back and start having meetings and so she wondered what we were doing so i told her i said i you know i don't think we're going to carry on but we haven't actually told the assembly that they said, oh well, I won't tell them. I said, okay, but I guess if they listen to this, they'll find out. <laughs> Words out. <laughs> so, but I mean, we we had thought we would do it this year, and we just haven't. We just we'll we'll just keep putting it off. And this, at Christmas in December, we always do all our charitable donations, and so we'll do that again. And until we run out of money, I guess, then or the few of us that are left aren't here. So. Mm. <laughs> Uh, something like that but but I mean I I really don't regret you know anything that is happening I mean I enjoyed all my years as a member I enjoyed going when we went to when we did hang out with the odd fellows at you know those days I mean I've enjoyed it all but I mean I'm at a point now too that I I have other things I I run our curling leagues now and stuff like that so I mean I have other interests so mm-hmm. and I still keep in touch with some of the members that I, that I know that I've been friends with for 50 years now. So that I won't lose touch with that, but we just all realize it. It has to stop somewhere. It has to stop sometime, you know? So, mm-hmm. and even like Yvonne wanted me to go through his presence. I said, well, why I, even if we were to quit, I would still have to belong to a lodge somewhere else. And there is no other one other. The only other one closer is up at Courtney. I said, well, I'm not about to drive up to Courtney just to go to meetings so that I can go through the chairs, you know, so mm-hmm. things like that. So, you know, it makes it difficult. Hmm. Uh, oh, lots to think about. Yeah. Oh yeah. I mean, it was when we started making the decision, it was tough. I mean, we've been thinking about this for the last, I don't know, four or five years really, but we just kept carrying on. And then some of the men joined us and, you know, so they would come to a couple of our meetings and then we'd help. But, uh, but I mean, we all knew the writing was on the wall. So, I mean, we just, we just don't acknowledge it. <laughs> so, right. Yeah. Gotcha. Well, it is solemn news that uh, this is, this is coming. Um, we do thank you for yeah. your time and, and to give us uh, the enlightenment that we needed uh, yeah. probably way overdue that, uh, you know, that the, the connection was made, but uh, yeah. thank you very much, Sandra. Yeah, no, well, I can say I, I actually went down to the hall to, well, I had to check to see if there's any mail or anything, but then I started looking of 
the cupboard that we have off the ante room and how much stuff is in there. I'm like, oh God, no, let's just not do anything because I just don't want to have to deal with all that. And and I don't right know what's involved in actually giving up our charge. We have to send things back in the bank account and yeah. canceling things like that. It's just work that we don't really want to think about. So, so we right. just keep putting it off. <laughs> so, right. uh, but anyway. Okay. Thank but you. I very wish much. you guys well. I mean, like I say, I, I see your Facebook page. So I know that you guys are doing what you're doing and every once in a while I'll look and, and, you know, the fact that you are growing, that's good to know, you know, yeah. and are, are you able to have meetings yet or? Yep. Yeah. Yep. Okay. We just started back in September. Yeah. That's good then. Yeah. And um, we've had uh, meetings and now we, with the new public health uh, lift or yeah. change in the restrictions with yeah. Columbia, will be having an initiation on the 1st of December. Oh, okay. Good. Yeah. And uh, so those are people who've been waiting for two years because we, yeah. uh, our initiation was uh, scheduled for Mar uh, April 4th or somewhere around that okay. in 2020. Right. Yeah. And, um, and the previous one to that was 20, uh, two, 2019. Right. Uh, I know. Yeah. So there's been people who missed that date and they've been waiting. And... <laughs> well, yeah, because actually when COVID all started, I was heading to Scotland to go watch the world curling event for men. Okay. And my friend and I were going and then all this started happening. And then I said to her, do you think we should really be going? Like, do you think it's going to be safe? <laughs> and then next, you know, everything was canceled. So it didn't really matter, but, mm -hmm. but it's just hard to believe where this past year has gone, you know, and yeah. what's yeah. involved with it all. So, yeah. yeah. Okay. Well, that's it. All right. All right. Well, thank you. Thank you. Thanks, Sandra. I yeah. really appreciate your time. It was nice getting a chance to chat with you. Yeah, nice meeting you. Thanks. Yeah. Bye. Okay. Bye. Thank you. Lots to unpack, I feel like. You hit the nail on the head when you brought up. Sorry, Sandra, you're not getting the last word. It's us. Um, <laughs> uh, that you have a relationship that just changed so much. And either organizations didn't demand a return to that relationship yeah and it's it showed how it sh it showed sandra's connected with us she's she follows the facebook group yeah for victoria uh odd fellows which we're all part of yeah all three lodges have members in yeah and so she's aware of that and you're you've got a lot of and yeah. i'm remembering what i was told about rebecca's at day one which was uh they the, i was told that it was a a group that was just over there and they were happy being over there and it sounds like yeah they were not happy just being over there we got bad intel we got bad oh, intel gosh. from the people oh. um we invited the rebecca's to the uh bicentennial the 200th anniversary mm -hmm. and they came and we had a rebecca's lunch yeah and we had sandy was away wasn't able to make that in april of 2019 she's probably curly um and uh we had uh five of the six uh members right that came and uh joined they some of them helped out organize and they participated and had the lunch with us so you know you get these glimmers where you're like okay, they seem to be totally happy that they're just over there, but that's not. Doesn't sound like that was the case. No. 
And it sounds like we're in therapy right now. Yeah, a little bit. Yeah, I don't know. Well, it, I mean, if, if anything real or misunderstood, you know, I would hate for the existing Rebecca's that we still have to give up the charter, go off in the, in the, in the distance, and us never maybe get the chance to chat again or learn what we can again from the folks who have done this since they're 18 years old. Like that is an incredible amount of time and knowledge right. um, to, to not try to um, glean for, for those of us who are, are newer. Like it's, there's probably wonderful photographs, stuff for the museum. You know, if, if, they're, ha- if they're happy not participating and, and want to sort of ride off in the sunset, that's great, but holy cow, for how that when there's an oral history project, for example, mm-hmm. um, this might be a candidate for that if we had some budding archivists or historians in our in our midst. There's probably some great stories. Like to, and I always think about the era when people actually knew how to dance formally and picture how grand our lodge must have looked when people are dressed up and couples are dancing and it's not uh, genuine yeah um how it must have been lovely i bet it's some great photos yeah i'm just running through my head of the things that i have been part of since 2017 that could have been more connected to the rebecca's Mm. and one of the things was uh related to the year of 2019 we organized the decoration day where we had gone off and found Mm-hmm. Um, the names and, of past Odd Fellows, and we were trying to find Odd Fellows that were uh, officers at some time. So we weren't just getting names of Odd Fellows that were Odd Fellow for a week in the 1880s or something. Um, and we took that list of names and we went to Ross Bay Cemetery and we did the marking of the flags with the right. with the yes. memorial flags. Yes. Right, we did all of this. And, And we finished it and the feedback of the people there was like, oh, this was so much fun. It was a beautiful sunny day in July. Everything was great. And then I was asked, could we do that for the Rebecca's? And the answer is, of course we could do that for the Rebecca's. Mm -hmm. The challenge was how hard would it be to do that for the Rebecca's? Mm. And at that time, again, I just understood them as, as happy people over on the far left, right side of the, of the building mm-hmm. um, and not really getting connected with them. And then of course, 2019 and COVID and all that stuff. But like what we had to do, we being me had to do to come up with those names was uh, a lot of work. Right. That was not digital at right. all. And so I think when we look at the Rebecca's, we could have included them. Right. We could have included them with a little more work. Right. Um, they just had uh, 150, maybe we got the wrong year wrong because uh, uh, Rebecca's have been around for around 150 years. But, um, you know, we if, if COVID and we'd been more connected, maybe we'd be putting Rebecca Memorial flags out on the 150th year. Right. So I, I feel frustrated by the, the sentiment mm-hmm. of Sandra and that um, there's both the 
participation and then the obligation of who is to reach across the aisle. Yeah. Um, and it kind of feeling like both sides just stood there and said, who's going to take the first step? Yeah. And, and clearly from some of the examples of the activities that they've done, and, you know, obviously the, and the charities they support, there's way more like any, many of these things, way more in common than there are differences. And um, we probably could have done some really cool events right. together. And probably day. the change that Rebecca, that uh, Sandra points out, you know, with the joining a member, joining an organization and then wanting to change the organization, mm-hmm. it was likely just the evolution hasn't, hadn't happened of new members churning in yes. and taking in. And that's, that's something we're seeing in Colombia different than the group that was the revival group of, sorry, uh, guys, uh, say 10 years ago, um, maybe a little bit more, 10, 12 years ago when the revival started and we were bring, bringing in more people, those people that were coming in, those, those members were joining for a reason, which right. I think the existing members didn't have as their reason. The reason that, and the culture that grew out of that was this service group, this, Mm -hmm. we think better than Rotary or the Lions or Kiwanis. Uh, And so is, as more members just keep coming in, Mm -hmm. the potential is that the culture changes. Maybe we have a wave of theater, uh, ritual, artsy kind of crew mm-hmm. that is less about raising money for a a group mm-hmm. and more about uh expressing their creative side mm-hmm. and it just looks different it's no longer raising thirty thousand dollars at an event right it's doing something that that group wants so i think the rebecca's must look different in they must have looked different in 1980 than they did in 1920 not just what they wore but if they were still espousing and and having the same uh, missions goals Mm -hmm. and culture over that 60 years again i'm trying to not use today's values and stuff but it just seems like that's really i think that would be almost impossible the odd fellows changed yeah but i but I, i i wonder purely speculation but um about the time of the creation of b4 and when some of that shifted if you had a group of people the rebecca's who were the membership had been largely stable for a long time and everyone had been there a long time so you have that time to create a fairly established cultural and norms um, within the group and then you had whatever that six or however many of them that joined from that who later became bastions that was probably an abrupt um change because all of a sudden there was an influx as opposed to a drip so if you dripping yeah right so if you initiate a few people every year but then there's and they're all family members yeah family or friends so i can i can see why there might be a bit of a a rub because it's not just one person coming in it's 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 kind of a group and they all kind of knew each other so you know it's not hard to imagine why there might be some and their connection was with columbia yeah yeah Uh, and victoria one like their connection was with the other lodges more so than just organic as you're saying the drip and yeah. I, I agree that maybe the drip 
brings a slower transition. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's maybe more palatable because you're bringing yes. people along as opposed to you're like shoving it. it in their face. Yeah. And and going back to an episode we did about progressive yes. with the folks from Mountain View, right? Mm-hmm. Like that same, the drip, turning the tap up uh, runs the risk that uh, the culture will swing. Yeah. Well, we have one other uh, thing to talk about. Oh, what's that? Yeah, I'm surprising you. So <laughs> uh, at the end of every show, you you listeners, oh, you diligent listeners, thank you very much for listening. I, um, I say, what do I say? Tara, do you remember my... Uh, my Your catchphrase? My catchphrase. VFLT all around us? No, no. Dang it. <laughs> Yes, close. Yes. Um, the uh, odd fellowship all around us. It's like it's my first time here. It's like your first time here. <laughs> student. So uh, I don't know if you guys, if anybody's ever done this, like uh, I, I love Google. Google solves just about all my problems and mysteries at the office. And so I. <laughs> Billy actually doesn't know how to do his job. I don't he know how to do my job. We had, well, side point, we were just laughing about this with some folks internationally and the guy in India said, oh no, Google answers everything. <laughs> so it's okay. Don't worry about Googliness. Anyways, my, uh, my point was I uh, went on eBay and I like pins. I like Oddfellow pins. Mm-hmm. And uh, Tara's looking around the room and sees a little bag of Oddfellow pins I have. And uh, I typed in odd fellows and then I typed in odd fellowship uh, and up came a vinyl record available on eBay one copy called odd fellowship. And I thought, what is this? And so I discovered odd fellowship all around me because I did some investigation into uh, the artist and the artist is one Rebecca Higgs, who's uh, born in Nova Scotia. Mm-hmm. So she's Canadian content. So there's our concan. And how'd she spell her first name? It's spelt exactly the same way as Rebecca's. Whoa. Okay, this part I didn't know. Spoiler. Yeah. And <laughs> so uh, I contacted her just with some email. Uh, maybe we'll get around to an interview sometime. Um, but the um, if you go to Bandcamp and look up Rebecca Higgs, I think her album is there online. You can buy songs. You can preview songs off of it and giving her plug plug. Mm-hmm. Um, you can buy them. But uh, she uh, recorded a uh, album in an Oddfellows Hall in Nova Scotia, and she called the album Odd Fellowship. Mm. Uh, there is no track called friendship, love, or truth. Um, <laughs> but it's a uh, it's an interesting album. And she exchanged some uh, comments with me that uh, may turn into a, uh, a show at some point. But there it is. Odd Fellowship all around us. Literally. Literally. That's very <laughs> wonderful. I love cool? it. Yeah. Awesome. Well, Tara and I will be back again soon yep. making more Odd Fellows discoveries <laughs> and seeing the Odd Fellowship all around us. Cheers in FLT.